TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Thanksgiving, we are into the holiday season, and Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar are here once again, bringing you some Chair Shot Radio Hockey Talk Edition here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I hereby dedicate that Christopher Platt, always use your head to one Greg DeMarco, who talked about how I never use the always use your head thing on bandwagon nerds. And I never will. Well, I might. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, last week on Chair Shot Radio, Dave and I had discussed that we were going to talk a little pretenders contenders tonight, today. Tonight, today, tonight. Okay, thank you everybody for your patience on that weird pause that you're going to notice there. We had some uh, technical difficulties. We'll just describe it that way. Anyway, as I was saying, Dave and I talked last week about doing some contenders, pretenders in the NHL as we are about a month into the season now, a little over a month. But I also feel like we'll start with some news around hockey because we got to talk about Dave's boy Alex Ovechkin again having an unreal season. And it's crazy. We could be talking MVP, question mark, all that after our first commercial break. This is Hockey Talk on ChairShot Radio, part of the ChairShot Radio Network here at thechairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
Oh, all right. So first of all, Dave, I'm sorry. How are you, man? I, I, I announced you on the show and then like, didn't welcome you in, didn't ask you. How was your Thanksgiving? Was it good? It's not your fault, man. I had a puppy emergencies going on as well. They're, no, even, it was they're not even puppies anymore, but we called them technical difficulties. Yes, I they, tried to help you out. They sir. are technical difficulties. Uh, Thanksgiving was good, man. You know, did up a couple of, uh, couple of birds on the Traeger, uh, pulled that off pretty well. You know, a lot of people struggle with one turkey. I said, screw it. Let's do two at once. And uh, that worked out pretty well. So it was good. Very good. Black Friday was just kind of lazy, sitting around watching stuff that I'm sure we'll be talking about a bandwagon nerds this week. But uh, it was fun. Well, some, was, you, anyway. some of us will. Yeah, you've got you're going to be making that money. You're going to be making bank tomorrow. So, that's the goal. <laughs> we'll, how was we'll your Thanksgiving? How, how did Orville turn out? Orville turned out amazing. Uh, you know you've you know you've done right, and the Mrs. O'Dowd will tell you this as well. She went to go carve it. Uh, I went to go carve a drumstick, and like the bone just pulled out of the leg before she could even cut it up. So that's when you know you you're you're off to a great great start. Uh, always a wonderful dinner. It's so funny because it's just the three of us. You know the the Mister, the Mrs., and the little we get a 15 pound Turkey for three people. And I like it because now I get to watch football today with cold Turkey to my right and just eat it like popcorn all day. Like that's the goal, uh, on, on the, the leftover front. So I'm very, very excited for that. Um, but yeah, it was good. I worked yesterday for black Friday. Sorry, we're recording on Saturday. Everybody knows this black Friday. I worked, uh, had a nice sort of, easy work day and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to transition to getting all the students out in a few weeks over at the university of massachusetts where i work but enough about that your boy we're going to talk headlines your boy alice ovechkin is just on another level right now and i guess you know you everybody's heard me extol the virtues of Connor mcdavid who is still in my mind the best player in all of hockey but to do what alex ovechkin is doing considering the roster issues within the caps with injuries and people out considering that Ovi is like seven thousand years old he got his 28th hat trick yesterday this this past friday what is he doing? And I'm sorry, folks, if this feels like a Washington Capitals-centric podcast lately, but you can't not talk about this guy. What is he doing that's allowing him – like, how's he doing this? How is this 900-year-old man doing well, what he's doing now? I mean, everybody knows that the Caps are my team, but you know, when you've got one of the greatest of all time who's now chasing down records left and right – and, and, you know, you got to kind of cover it. I mean, lost in the whole Wayne Gretzky thing is what I'm reading now. He's one goal away from tying Dave Andrichuk for the most power play goals in history. Yes. So that's going to get passed this year for sure. Um, he, what I've noticed him doing a lot more this year and, and, you know, yeah, at 36, he's not showing any signs of slowing down and no, he can't do what McDavid that he did what McDavid did 10 years ago. You know, that sort of thing. But he can't do that now. But he plays a smarter game like um, the game yesterday. 
you know, he's not just camping. He's adjusted. You know, he, teams adjusted to him. They kind of have taken away the OV office to a certain extent as much as they can. So now he's parking himself like between the dots right in the slot like a goal yesterday. It's like, how do you leave this guy wide open in the slot? And Bobrovsky had like no chance because Ovi basically got a, a full powered wrist shot from <laughs> point blank range. You're not going to stop that. So I think he's playing smarter. He's become a better assist man this year, which like you're saying with the caps with their roster issues um, has been a bigger deal. You know, he's got Tom Wilson has become a better scorer all of a sudden. And, and he, he's been more involved. The the kids are stepping up here and there. So yeah, he's just, I think he's adjusted his game. He's playing smarter. He's playing within his physical limitations. I'll say this. They're not many. Yeah. He can't do like, you know, the stuff he used to do, which is just absolutely take over a game like McDavid can, but He's still an extraordinarily dangerous. He's still probably, even including McDavid, probably the best pure goal scorer in the league still. And I, you know, that's that's saying something for his age. But yeah, it's it's remarkable. You know, they said yesterday he's on pace for seventy goals this year. That's not going to happen, I don't think. I keep saying that. I mean, but. that's ridiculous. Like that's if he if he scores if he pulls off seventy goals this season, like. God, I, I don't know if there, I don't know, is what is there, because this is how little I know about hockey awards, like outside of like things like the Conn Smythe, you know, like the, the big ones. Is there some sort of like, I don't even know if you could call it a comeback player of the year sort of thing, but like what kind of hardware, because Ovechkin, if he ha- continues the season he's having outside of, you know, an MVP question, which and maybe that's what it is. Maybe he is going to be the the most valuable player in the NHL. Like, what else is there for him that he that he qualifies for? Because he's right now he's on pace to do it all. Yeah, I mean, he could win the heart to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. He could theoretically win the Rocket Richard right. Trophy for the, like the twentieth time, you know, for the most goals scored. Because right. um, he's second it's- behind McDavid right now for scoring. I, you know, I think you've got stuff like that. I'm not sure what else they have out there award wise. Um, Old man surgeons award. I like think, they I don't need think they've self- got though the Gordy Howe award or something like that. I don't think they've got that yet, self- but uh, yeah, he's, he's on a ridiculous level uh, and 28th career hat trick. That's remarkable. And basically single-handedly took down the Florida Panthers yesterday because they had no business right. winning that game. But, and yet they did. Um, so yeah, just get used to us talking about Alex Ovechkin this year, everybody, because there, there's just, he is one of the stories in hockey. So I, I don't expect that to go away. The if other was, little bit of news Sidney that I did, Crosby doing it, we'd be talking about him. Oh, absolutely. The other little bit of news today I want to, I want to put out there is more of just a, a, a get well soon, uh, best wishes sort of thing as it was, uh, it was announced yesterday that Doug Wilson, uh, general manager for the San Jose Sharks is taking a temporary medical leave, uh, from the position. He's 64 years old. Doesn't really, don't really know what's wrong with him, but it does look like San Jose assistant Joe Will is going to take over day-to-day operations, they are, you know, the, the Sharks are 10 and 9 right now. They're sitting fifth in the Pacific Division. What kind of impact, if any, does a general manager stepping away have on a franchise? You know, because this is like, this sounds like this is pretty serious. Now, everybody's like, oh, we hope he'll get well soon. They're not saying why he's gone. Uh, you know, Logan Couture just said that, you know, they want. Uh, you know, they want people to respect his privacy, that they love him. They're going to miss him. Every guy in the room owes a lot to him. 
you know, we hope he gets better and see him soon. So there, there is a level of concern there, but what do you think GM being, being away from a team? How does that, how does that impact a, a squad and how does that impact the Sharks? Probably not huge impact right now, other than the emotional aspect, at least at this point of the season. You know, right. If you're like closer to the trade deadline, then it's a major big deal. But I think right now you're a quarter of the way into the season. Uh, the Sharks have overachieved. Yeah, his pre- his presence will be felt. I'm sure internally they'll be worried about their general manager and whatever is going on. But I think as far as what translates on the ice with the Sharks, probably not as big an impact as, say, like a month or a month and a half or two months from now. So I think they can work around that. It's And it's, it's you know, you yeah, obviously our best thoughts and prayers are with him. Uh, it's a good time for him to probably step away at this point in the season because it is still sure. relatively There's early. There's not going to be a lot of moves. Right, right. Like, no, nobody's doing we, stuff we've gotten, yet. Right. We've gotten past contract extension time, which, you know, was last week, basically. Like, anybody and everybody of value got extended last week, I think. Uh, and so now we're here. They're, you know, they're not in a position where they're looking for a new coach or anything like that. They're not firing anybody. So could be yeah it could be um just time to to go home and recuperate for a little bit and so all our best to to Doug Wilson you know in terms of you know team impact this could be one of those emotional charges things too like one of those like win one for the gipper sort of deals so we'll have we'll have to wait and see but um just a very notable thing coming out of out of out of San Jose and you know just one of those overachieving California teams I don't know what's going on, what they put in the water over there, but they're all they're all doing really, really well. They're all hanging in there, especially the ducks. Right. I guess we're about to talk about them. Yeah, we're we're about to take a look at that. Uh and that's a nice segue. We're gonna take our second commercial break as we just sort of zip right along through chair shot radio today. Before we go to our recorded commercial, of course, you all know it is my duty to remind you that if you love things like hockey talk on chair shot radio, or say you like the work that Mags and Ray Cash are doing with their what if series, um that is Mags and Ray Cash, and they brought um, they brought the third man back, right? It's all three of them? I thought so. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What does matter is that if you love the content that we put out there, things like Bandwagon Nerds, all our wrestling content, all of that fun stuff, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and pick yourself up an official chair shot t-shirt. We have all kinds of great styles and designs to choose from everything from logos to show shirts to sayings from shirts. They're all there. You can get them for $19.99 or if you're feeling fancy, spend a few dollars more and get them soft style. Get something that feels nice on your giblets. We cannot do this every day without the support from each and every one of you, the listener. And the best way you can keep us going is to back us by picking up a shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. When we come back, we are going to talk our one month in pretenders and contenders in the NHL. You are listening to Chair Shot Radio here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. <laughs> This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore. 
everything pro wrestling make sure you check it out thechairshot.com all right welcome back dave it is time to take a look around the league and rather than talk about how teams have performed this past week we decided it would be a good time to kind of take a look at each of the divisions um, within the conference and start talking about some contenders and pretenders here uh, at, at this one month point in the season and I think there's there's going to be ones that we just sort of out of hand, like we're going to be like, called it, they're, they're contenders, we won't even worry about that. What is always really intriguing about this conversation is really looking at each division and looking at those four, five, and six teams in, in those divisions, the ones in the middle. Who are the ones that really are going to stay where they are and, and who are the ones who aren't? Because... Let's just um, – we'll take the Western Conference. Let's do the Western Conference for a change first. And we'll look at we'll, – we'll even knock my my Blues division out of the way, the Central division. The four, five, and six teams within that division are really intriguing in my mind because you've got Winnipeg, Colorado, and Dallas, respectively, four, five, and six. I think my Blues are a contender. I think the Wild have proven themselves to be a contender. Nashville – they're they're eleven and eight and one uh, as of as of the time of this. Um, I, I think that they're here to say here to stay. But Winnipeg, Colorado, and Dallas. Let's. I, I think those are the three that that really warrant the most talk. And so, I want to start with my one of my you know playoff Stanley Cup predictions, the Colorado Avalanche, where I'm feeling really stupid. They're 10, 6, and 1 as of the recording of this podcast. They're at a plus 13 when it comes to gold differential, yet they're sitting in fifth place. So I, I turn to you. Dave, are, are the Colorado Avalanche pretenders this year? Or do you think they'll get it together and be contenders? We talked about them last week. Oh, they're, they're contenders. I mean, they just had a six-game winning streak stop. So they're they're starting to build momentum. They still they're right. probably going to get Nathan McKinnon back any day now. Um, and I think you're going to see them go on another six, seven game winning streak to get back. I think they'll pass Nashville. I actually, I, you know, I actually would disagree with you and I would put Winnipeg and Colorado above Nashville as far as like ranking who's a contender as versus. Well, this is just, this, these, these, these are the standings though. That's, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. don't, you don't, so you don't buy Nashville. That's I, what you're telling. I, I don't buy Nashville. No, I, th- I like Winnipeg and Colorado better than where Nashville is just looking at the team makeup. Um, yeah, I just think counting Colorado out, we've been we've been all season long, like, you know, what's wrong with these guys, what's wrong with these guys, and then they ring off six in a row, and that's right. still without Nathan McKinnon. So they're starting to get their mountain legs, I guess you can call it, underneath them oh, and, and and starting to really make a move. But I, I'm not too worried about Colorado yet. Uh, I But, you know, Nashville-Winnipeg is going to be a much more interesting battle. Maybe Dallas yeah. gets it together. But um, I, I, I like Colorado to still – they may be too far behind. I mean, how far behind are they from the wild right now? They're well, six points. That's not oh, God. No, it, uh, yeah, they're, they're not very far back at all. And here's the thing is it doesn't matter how you get into the playoffs. It's what you do when you get into the playoffs. Yeah. And like we've seen – again, we, we use my team as an example all the time. But Blues were like – like they, they, they backdoored their way into a, a, a playoff spot and won the Stanley Cup. So, you know, time. need a goalie, 
need it, need a goalie to get hot, need a goalie to start to, to play well. And that, that you mentioned a six game winning streak. You don't do that without good goaltending here. Here's the other thing I want to talk about a sleeping. I don't know if I'd go so far as to call them a contender, but definitely a team that you talked about to watch that's starting to prove itself as they are six and two since their new coach took over Chicago Blackhawks are making noise and frustratingly beat my blues on Friday in overtime. They're, they're playing some inspired hockey after a dreadful start, a dreadful start. They're playing some good hockey. I, I don't know that I don't know if they make the playoffs. I don't know if that deficit is too big for them to 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 squeak in. But if I mean there's a lot of season and they're playing really, really well ever since their new coach took over. Yeah, when you think about everything they went through at the beginning of the year, um, off the ice and then on the ice where they couldn't stop anybody. Now you got Flurry recorded his first shutout of the year, I think, just the other night. And they're well, let's see, they are now sitting only six points behind Winnipeg for the last wild card spot. That's can be easily made up. So exactly. yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the Blackhawks, are they going to be, I, you know, I don't want to compare them to the blues, but yeah, are they this year's blues where the interim coach gets there, they catch fire. And, and, you know, you talk about get, if they get in the playoffs and flurry, it's all we, it takes, and right? we know right. flurry can get hot, ridiculously hot. I mean, basically took the Knights to the Stanley cup final a few years ago. So yeah, anything's really possible there. I, I still would say Chicago is a pretender right now. There's some major holes that they have to fill on defense that, and those lapses <laughs> rear their ugly head a lot, but yeah, I mean, teams are going to go on runs like they are. So I'm not, I'm not sold on them yet. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good turnaround from where they were early in the year. We're like, wow, these guys really stink to, Hey, they're not right. so bad. That is true. All right. Let's move down into the Pacific division real quick where Calgary is just stunning me. Uh, Cause I, I didn't, I knew they'd be okay. I didn't think they'd be plus 30 goal differential first place. Just 12, 12 and three, 12 and three with five overtime games. Like they're, they're, every game they play, they get a point. Like that's crazy. And I still think it's weird. Isn't it interesting Edmonton still hasn't been taken to overtime yet at all? Well, or I don't know about not taking overtime. They haven't had an overtime loss, um, but I think they probably have, which means they're undefeated in overtime. No, if they've gone no, there. Like, no. They look at, if you look at the standing sheet, 19 games, 14 wins, five losses, zero OT games. That's, they have not gone to overtime. Yeah, I, that's remarkable if that's if that's what it is. But I either 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 is Vegas actually. Now that I'm looking at it, like Vegas is like that's just interesting because hockey like it seems like, hockey is one of the rare games where like overtime is just commonplace, right? Like that's why you get a point for going to overtime because it's so normal, and you know it's it's crazy. It's how Calgary is in front right now, by the way, because you know they have fewer wins in Edmonton. But they get points for going to they get points for going to overtime, and that's that's put them ahead in points by a point as of as of Saturday. But they're they're for real. Do you think Edmonton or do you think um, Calgary stays at the top of the Pacific? I you know I don't know about the number one spot, but I think it'll be them and Edmonton battling each other most of the year. Um, although Vegas could get 
hot at the right time. And, and they're, make a, they're starting to bring players back. Yeah, Marsh Assault will be coming back. Vegas is one of those teams yep. that they're very much like Colorado. Like, when are you guys going to make your move? Um, they're just kind of there at this point in time. Yep. But I, I really think it's going to be those three teams, Colorado or not Colorado, Calgary, Edmonton and Vegas will be battling it out for the one, two and three spots in that division. But yeah, Cal- Calgary's got all the they've got everything that you need right now to to stay at least in those top three spots. I don't know if they can hold on to one. That might be asking a bit much for them, but they are definitely a surprise. I did not see them like you. I didn't see them being this good. And they just keep, you know, their goal differentials fantastic. They've got good goaltending. They got good defense. They got the speed that can hang with a team like Edmonton, and that's saying a lot. But I, I think, yeah, Cal- Calgary's going to stay right there near the top one, two, or three as we go along. All right, I think I'd, I'd, I I want to back up and admit that I was wrong. I read this incorrectly. So as I'm looking at the standings, OT under the standings means overtime slash shootout losses. Right, that's what so I understood it as. Yeah, that I I misunderstood that. So Edmonton has gone to overtime, but they've never lost. They are the exact and opposite of my team. Gone to a shootout. Right. They are they are not watching. Now I agree with you on Vegas. Uh, you know, in, in terms of the four, five, and six teams, I, like I think San Jose and Los Angeles are going to be those annoying teams that hover around five hundred and can put a loss on any of the top teams at any time. But they're not going to be teams that go to the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs at, at all. And you know, Vancouver and Seattle, Seattle playing like an actual expansion team yeah. this year goes to I- Vegas. I do think Anaheim is a contender as far as a wild card spot is concerned. I'm starting right. to believe in them a little bit more. They they seem to be the more I look at them play, the more I like them. Um, yeah, Seattle, are, <laughs> they, beat, they beat the crap out of my guys this week, but that was the very end of a really long road trip, and the Caps were just like, let's just go home. And they had like... Pfft, <laughs> nine tenths of their team was on injured reserve or something. They had like defenders playing forwards and stuff. So I give them a pass on that. Uh, And I think you should. Speaking of your caps, let's move over to the metropolitan division over in the Eastern conference. You and Carolina, your, your caps and the Carolina hurricanes sitting at 31 points apiece. Carolina in first place by virtue of having more wins by two. And and you've got that overtime bugaboo hanging over your head. I, I didn't see the Rangers being in third at this point, and I don't know that I buy the Rangers yet. Um, but then again, as I'm looking at the rest of the Metropolitan Division, I don't know that I buy really anybody. Maybe Columbus. I don't buy Pittsburgh. Um, I don't buy the Devils in sixth. So maybe the maybe the Rangers are really the third best team in the conference. I'll tell, in the division. I'll tell you this, man. And I think in the preview show, okay. the Rangers were one of the teams that I was saying they could be a wild card team. They could be third place. I thought the Cavs would be third in the division because I did not expect the Islanders to be this bad. And now I'm starting to think that maybe the Islanders are truly a pretender and that something has gone drastically wrong with this team because they can't win no matter where they are. Uh, the, uh, the caps of the hurricanes play tomorrow. That's going to be a big game. You know, those two, two teams that don't like each other with lots of history battle for first place in the Metro. I would say right now, everything I've seen with the Rangers, they seem to be really playing very well. 
And, you know, they I, they they beat a team yesterday that I sure we got to discuss because they're one, of, they're one of your preseason picks to do okay. And they've been another one that's been a massive disappointment. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about them. I don't buy Columbus. I think that they just have too many. No. They've got too many uh, issues as well. They They steal a win here and there. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. I can't, out of respect for them, I can't count them out. Although I'm not sure I buy into them. But if any team in that division not named the Islanders can make a move, it's probably the Pittsburgh Penguins. They've got experience. And if they can get healthy, then, you know, if they can get Malkin back and get a couple of more players stepping up, don't count the Penguins out yet. But I, I like where the Rangers are right now. They got They've got a lot of you know, Zabinajad or whatever his name is. I can't, you know, <laughs> Mika Zabinajad. I mean, he got robbed on a shot yesterday, but the Rangers, you know, Panarin has played really well this year, fantastically well. They've got good goaltending. Um, I, I, I would, I would say right now I'm buying into the Rangers as far as like the three coming out of that, that yep. Metro division, the caps and and Carolina are going to beat the hell out of each other. Probably most of the season. And uh, the Caps are better than I thought they would be. And if they ever get healthy, look out. But um, yeah, I like I like where the Rangers are. Really surprised about the Islanders and starting to definitely think that this is more than just thirteen games to start the season because they haven't done shit since they got home either. So I have concerns about the Islanders. It's it's shocking. No, it's yeah, shocking I, to me. I mean, they're- they're five, ten, and two. Like they're they're not playing good hockey, and it's building on top of itself. And I don't I don't even think the the new home environment and actually having a, a, a settled home environment is going to make that big of a difference. Let's move over to the Atlantic Division, Florida and Toronto, basically doing what we said they would do. Tampa Bay, after a little bit of a rocky start for them, has surged forward solidly into that third spot. They're on a three game winning streak. I want to say something like that. So they're playing pretty well. I don't know. I'm stubborn. Still not buying the Red Wings. I still am standing by Boston is better than I. And this is, this is a guy who watched his team lose to the Red Wings. Not too long ago. I don't, I just don't buy them. Uh, and I just feel like Boston is going to do it. Like they're going to do it because of course they do. They're going to find a way I'll the see. bottom three, but what, like, I don't know what happened to Buffalo. Cause they're, yeah, but I thought they'd be better. I thought they, I thought this was a, a good year for a step forward for them. They looked like they were playing pretty well to start the season. And, and now it's starting to look like some of their off season woes, have come to to bite them. They just don't. They don't have the personnel. They don't have the talent. Right. And I'll 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 tell you this, man. I I don't buy Detroit or Boston. To be honest with you, I don't. Buy, I I don't buy Boston. Buy Boston over Detroit. Probably. You know, I would I would say right now because Boston has the better pedigree. They've got more experience. They've got a lot more playmakers. Uh, Detroit is overachieved so far. Young team. Doesn't really know they're not supposed to be doing this. They're they're right in the thick of things. But if, if I'm being really honest with you, yeah. You look at Florida, Toronto, and Tampa. You got those three. And a big draw. I mean, standing-wise, you don't see, well, six points. But still, I think that gap widens considerably over the next few weeks. Right. And those three teams are clearly the the cream of the crop to steal from the macho man, Randy Savage. Um, and then everybody else is is below that. I mean, I really think you're looking at five teams coming out on the Metro as far as the playoffs 
You know, you'll get the three, the guys at the top, the three at the top, and then a couple wild cards. And I just see Detroit. I don't, I'm not buying Detroit or Boston. Boston just, I don't know, man. Maybe they can turn it around and you look at what, but, but they feel like the Islanders to me in a lot of ways, like teams that you thought were going to really build upon what they did last year and just haven't. Well, the departure of Zidane O'Shara makes a huge difference. Yeah, is he's with the Islanders now, so he's not really doing anything there either. So, I mean, he was okay but, for Washington like, well, yeah. last year, right? It, and it, it, I think it's taken a couple years to to really hit home. Uh, and who was it that they lost this last off season? There was somebody else significant who like retired, or I can't remember who it is. Now, but they lost another a guy that I thought that they would be okay being without. Uh, and it really ha- has taken them a bit to, to kind of figure figure their their legs out. I, I just Boston has this uncanny habit of kind of finding their way into the playoffs uh, like every year. It's like the fucking Patriots. Like you just you think they're dead and then they're just not dead. Yeah. And then we have to listen to how great Boston teams are again because the media sucks. Boston and New York. It's always those two. So, yeah, Um I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna do it. Unless there's any other sort of sleeping pretenders, you are contenders. You want us to pay attention to any? You just laid out kind of how you think these are gonna. How how you think this is gonna go moving forward? But uh, outside of the one, the one that I've got that I, I, I I'm actually coming around on, uh, and I know you you poo pooed it. I I wonder if the Blackhawks are gonna do something sneaky here. Like that's the one that just. You know, it's amazing how a change in environment can can alter a team. And I don't think they're going to contend for the cup, but I think they're going to contend for a playoff spot. If I'm looking at a team that's on the outside looking in who might make a move, uh, I'd probably go with the New Jersey Devils right now. I think that they're they're hanging around. They still need some some better goaltending, but they're kind of they're like Edmonton East in a way, a team that's racked up a lot of top draft picks, really good draft picks, and and you're just waiting for them to kind of get put everything together and take off like the Oilers have this year. Uh, New Jersey could do that. Will it happen? I'm not so sure about that, but I feel about them like the way you feel about the Blackhawks. Like there's this <laughs> this feeling in the spider sense is tingling. Like, hey, these guys might actually do something and go on a roll here. So don't count the devils out yet. That's the team I'd be looking at. Excellent. All right. Well, there you have it. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio Hockey Talk Edition. Before we head out, Dave, tell everybody where to find you out there in the social medias, the interwebs, the et cetera, the et cetera. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can find me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Dave and I will catch you next week as we resume our headlines around the NHL and talking about the week that was. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Till next time, this is Patrick O'Dowd for David Ungar, hoping you have a lovely week and that you always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. That's two for DeMarco.